Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. It's Thursday, September 30th. We are officially less than three weeks away from the start of the season, and tomorrow will be the month of October, the month where the Grizzlies begin their 2021-2022 season. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz. I'm a credentialed media member with the Grizzlies, have been covering the team uh, for over three years now over at Grizzly Bear Blues, and your host here at Locked on Grizzlies. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the more overriding themes and one of the more you know enjoyable themes from Media Day, discussing the stability of the Grizzlies as a growing strength and selling point of the organization, looking at it from several different perspectives in both segments, in segments one, two, and three. Also want to remind you, you can find the podcast wherever it's available, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we will be. And we ask that you listen, review, subscribe, let us know what you think of the show. We're always wanting to provide content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. And always want to thank you for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But don't forget to make the Locked On NBA podcast your second listen of the day. So many different things going on around the NBA right now. There are certainly are some storylines out there that can continue to be very, very intriguing leading up to the start of the season. Check out the Locked On NBA podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, want to remind you of our title sponsor of the show today, which is rockauto.com. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. So there were many themes that came from Media Day for the Grizzlies, and it started out with Zach Kleiman. You know, Zach Kleiman touched on quite a few uh, topics. He touched on, you know, obviously the vaccinations, touched on the Jared Jackson Jr., um, uh, you know, extension opportunity, touched on, you know, the moves that the Grizzlies had made. He touched on the fact that the Grizzlies are really starting to move into a point in their path to becoming a sustainable winner where there's a sense of urgency to keep making moves that make the team better. But another thing that was really, really fun to see Zach Kleiman talk about is his viewpoint on why the Grizzlies are becoming one of the more stable, and to be honest with you, model franchises in the NBA. And one of the biggest reasons why that is didn't even have to do with the questions that Zach Kleiman was asked. It had more to do with how Zach Kleiman ended his press conference. The words that Zach Kleiman used were that none of the media reporters asked about John Moran. And the reason why is because, you know, we know what John Moran is. We know who John Moran is. We know what to expect from him. We know that he is the centerpiece to the Grizzlies' success moving forward. But Zach Kleiman said no questions about John Moran. Certified All-Star. He's going to be an All-Star this year. Taylor Jenkins commented on the same thing. John Morant backed up what they said by saying that he 100% is going to be an All-Star this year. Now, we'll obviously discuss that at a later point in time. But the reason why that is so key is because that, in and of itself, is a microcosm of the one of the biggest strengths of this Grizzlies franchise right now. One of the biggest positives that is there. It's the chemistry, it's the camaraderie, it's the communication, and just the connection that is there from the head of the Grizzlies front office to the head coach to the star player. That type of chemistry, that type of positive relationship, that type of connection that you see at all three levels of the organization is a big, big benefit 
for the Grizzlies. And the reason why it is, is because this isn't something that's always been here for Memphis. Yes, the Grizzlies during the grit and grind era had seven straight years in which they were able to make the playoffs. But that was on the court. And it was great to see the players on the roster have such a great relationship. But for a small market to really be able to not only be a contender, but to be a sustainable contender in the NBA, yes, you've got to have the on-the-court presence, you've got to have success on the court, but you also have to have success off the court. The Grizzlies had the foundation to potentially become a contender at some point in time during the grit and grind era. But off the court, that stability was not there. It went from Lionel Hollins, who couldn't get along with the front office. It went to Dave Yeager, who also had issues with the front office and owner Robert Perra, and then it went to David Fisdale. Now, by the time it got to David Fisdale, you know, the grit and grind era basically had, you know, it, it had expired. It had run its course. But he also did not have a good relationship with the roster. Not only did you not have that, stabil- that uh, you know, instability off the court, but also in terms of Chris Wallace, though he did a great job putting the core four together, he could not, either through the draft or through trades, Chris Wallace could not find the right way to add to that core four to really make the the, the grit and grind era a true title contender. So we go from that era in which the the on-the-court product, the roster had its camaraderie, the roster was fine. But off the court, the support structure that you need for the roster to truly be successful and perhaps be a contender, it just wasn't there. Fast forward to this next generation of Grizzlies, and it certainly is there. Yes, it starts with the front office consistently being able to correctly identify talent. It comes with the coaching staff being able to develop talent. And it comes with a roster who puts a high value on working to get better, improving. And let's be honest, it also simply comes down to the Grizzlies having two talents that they've never had before Ian Jabarant and Jared Jackson Jr., arguably the two best natural talents this franchise has ever seen. It's great that the Grizzlies can identify and develop talent, and through that, they've now gained natural talents that they've never had before. But even more important, and this was on display during media day, was the fact that from Zach Kleiman to Taylor Jenkins and his staff to job around in the roster, there is an understanding and there is a trust that is so critical for a small market to have for it to be able to survive. And not only to survive, but evolve. To go through a successful rebuilding phase like the Grizzlies have had. To have confidence in evolving into a sustainable winner and hopefully and eventually a contender. So one of the things that really stood out for media day was the fact that the Grizzlies, there is certainly a connection between Zach Kleiman to Taylor Jenkins to Ja Morant. Zach Kleiman does a great job identifying talent, communicating with the coaching staff and the players, making sure that the overall goal for the future is fully understood and fully committed to. Taylor Jenkins does a great job of going with what the front office, making sure his vision aligns with what the front office wants to do, developing the talent that the front office identifies. And for Taylor Jenkins, the other thing he does so well is he instills confidence in his players. The players for the Grizzlies love playing for Taylor Jenkins because they know that he had he they know he has their trust. They trust him because he puts his trust in the players to do what they're going to do. It's not just that Taylor Jenkins 
trusts that the players are going to do what he envisions them doing, but the players also trust that Coach Jenkins' visions for them is what will allow for them to be the best versions of their of, of themselves. You don't get that on every NBA team. If you want an example of that, go obviously look at the relationship now that exists between Doc Rivers and Ben Simmons. So it's not just that the players trust Coach Jenkins and Coach, Coach Jenkins trusts the players. It's that both Coach Jenkins and the roster know that through trusting each other, both ends are going to become the best versions of themselves in the process. That's what Brandon Clark said about himself. He feels that right now, he is the best version of himself that he has been. And that's what it comes down to for this organization. From the front office trusting the coaching staff, the coaching staff trusting the roster, and vice versa. All three levels trusting each other because through that trust, all three levels feel that by working together, they will become the best versions of themselves. That is a key, key ingredient for there to be stability for a franchise, especially in a small market in the NBA, and for it not only to create a core that could become a sustainable winner and eventual contender, but also being add, but also being able to add to that core as well. So we've known this for a while, though. We've known that that chemistry, that connection, you know, that stability is here in Memphis. But another thing that Media Day provided is it provided a glimpse at the fact that that stability is not only becoming a strength, but a selling point. With some newcomers that arrived on Media Day, it was clear that right from the beginning, those newcomers were impressed with what they saw in Memphis, and that could be a great indication of things to come for the Grizzlies. Obviously, when you have stability, when it comes to the Grizzlies organization, there's a lot of faith that all three levels of the organization put in each other. Where if you're a fan of fantasy basketball, it's hard to have a lot of faith in the stability of a lot of sites when it comes to how they structure their fantasy basketball criteria because a lot of times what, you know, basically is the tipping point. What, you know, matters in fantasy basketball is which side of a matchup has more players that play. Well, sometimes that can create, you know, an unfair advantage. Well, at Sleeper back in 2018, the folks at Sleeper recognized that this was a bit of a broken system when it came to fantasy basketball. So they decided to change it up with game picks. Game picks is only through Sleeper, and what it allows for you to do is it allows for you to pick one game per starter each week to count. That way, the, the playing field remains even, and you can then really be able to enjoy fantasy sports for what it is, the fun, the strategy, the ability to be able to make sure everything is fair. You no longer have to worry about quitting in the middle of the season because daily busy work seems to be futile because you can't control how many games the other team has. It comes down to the player that you feel will have the best game on that particular night. What opponent will they be playing? The opponent's defensive rating, home or away, it makes the playing field even. And if you enjoy playing fantasy football and fantasy basketball, Sleeper is a great platform to enjoy. Make sure you check out Sleeper today. The fall is officially here, but here in the Mid-South, that doesn't mean that the summer days are done as of yet. And for many of us, we probably would like to get out and enjoy the warm weather as much as possible. Well, for some, that may not actually be the most ideal situation due to excessive sweating. If that's something you suffer from, you need to try out sweat block rights. Doctor recommended and doctor created works up to seven days per use with a dry shirt guarantee. If it doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. 
It's been featured and tested on the Ray to Ray show. It's also been a top seller on Amazon with over 13,000 reviews. And right now, Sweat Block Wipes is the number one seller in the antiperspirant category. Get your confidence back due to your little source of support, Sweat Block Wipes. If you or someone that you know could use Sweat Block Wipes, there's so many different ways you could find it. At CVS, obviously at Amazon, but if you go to sweatblock.com right now, you put in the promo code Locked On, you'll get 20% off your next order of Sweat Block Wipes. Again, go to sweatblock.com, put in the promo code Locked On, and get 20% off your next order from Sweat Block Wipes. Listen, we want to always thank you for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But if you want to enjoy a second listen, the Memphis area, the Mid-South area, has many football fans who enjoy many different teams. And if that's the case, the Locked On Podcast Network has a show for your favorite team. If you're someone like me who who enjoys listening to Locked On Titans almost every day, that certainly would be a great choice to be your second listen. Maybe you're a Cowboys fan, a Steelers fan or a fan of another football team elsewhere, no matter what your favorite football team is, the Locked On Podcast Network has a podcast wherever podcasts are available for your favorite team. Make it your second listen of the day through the Locked On Podcast Network. So obviously we know that the Grizzlies having stability, having that confidence in each other at all three levels, that faith, that trust, is a wonderful thing to have. I've mentioned about it. Several folks in Memphis have talked about it. It's a great aspect to have of this next generation of Grizzlies. But the other thing that really stood out from this media day is that now we're starting to see how impressive this is to the rest of the NBA from newcomers that have come into the organization. And it's at different levels of experience that these newcomers held the same opinion. For instance, Stephen Adams, one of the most respected, well-liked, well-thought-of professionals that plays the game of basketball today. He, in his media session, really referenced just how impressed that he was with the Grizzlies organization right from the get-go. He made it clear he'd not spent much time with the Grizzlies just because this is a new team with a new summer. He's beginning his time really being around his teammates. But one of the things that he mentioned right off the bat was he was impressed how much attention is paid to the small details, something that you don't see everywhere. And I feel what he means by that is, is that the Grizzlies want to make sure that they show, you know, they, they prioritize what's important to players. Communication. You know, we see the Grizzlies, for instance, for the players that play for the hustle every year, they'll go through contract, they'll go through roster changes to make sure their hustle players get a little bit of extra money. Those type of attention to small details, the preparation, the communication, the organization, something that we know Zach Kleiman and Taylor Jenkins both put a high emphasis on, it makes things easier, more productive, and more impactful when it comes to the relationship and how the front office and coaching staff interact with the players, and that really seemed to impress Steven Adams right from the get-go. Another player who's a new player in Memphis at a different level of his career than Steven Adams is Jarrett Culver. Now, Jarrett Culver comes from the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, as we have seen this offseason, they have been through a pretty tumultuous few years. Some things outside of their control, obviously the loss of Flip Saunders, obviously, you know, the, the horrible situations that Carl Anthony Town has gone through, but also there's been, you know, some upheaval as far as the franchise goes itself, which we saw come to a head this offseason. 
offseason. But Jarrett Culver talked about from a distance how he had recognized how well Memphis does with its younger players, how excited he was to come into the organization and work with Taylor Jenkins and the coaching staff and see for him if they could offer the same type of improvement in his development that they've offered for other players. So you're talking about a player in Jarrett Culver who has experienced a organization where there probably was not as much stability. And because of that, there wasn't as much of an opportunity for him to develop in his career, which he unfortunately has not. Now coming into an organization like Memphis, Jarrett Culver is really excited to get to work. But the other person that really stood out in terms of his opinion was obviously Zaire Williams, the Grizzlies' 10th t- overall pick this year, a talent that many are hoping can develop into being a significant part of the future. He himself is very excited to get going with the Grizzlies. And the thing that stands out about Zaire Williams' perspective is that he is the perspective of someone who has been a top-flight recruit, who has a pedigree, who's been one of the most sought-after amateur players in the nation when he was coming out of high school. And yet he stated himself from afar, he's been really impressed by how the Grizzlies have developed their young players, how much it seems the young players like playing in Memphis. Obviously, John Morant is a great selling point with how well he connects with young players, but it's the Grizzlies franchise as a whole, the culture that's been created here, and how well the franchise connects with its young players and helps them develop into the best versions of themselves. All of that makes Zaire Williams really excited to come into the fold for Memphis. So we're talking about three different players at three different levels of their careers who are going to be starting their first year in Memphis, yet all three of them already have a very positive opinion of the franchise because of how well Memphis has done, not only exceeding expectations on the court, but also really connecting with the roster and the players off of it. That stands out. It's a selling point. It allows for other players to know that when they come to Memphis, they're going to be in this they're going to be in a setup that's going to give them a better chance than most other organizations to really develop and become better versions of themselves. That is a really, really beneficial aspect of this current Grizzlies franchise. And in a small market, it's not just stability now being a strength, but as these opinions show, it also is becoming a selling point to make the Grizzlies attractive for talent outside the organization to look forward to becoming a part of the organization. But it's not just the opinion of the newcomers that stood out as well. Another example of how much emphasis the front office and the franchise put on making sure it takes care of its players has to do with its current roster. Tyus Jones, he was asked about the moves the Grizzlies had made throughout the offseason, and he mentioned as the moves were being made, he corresponded with Zach Kleiman. And one of the reasons why was because there were rumors out there that the Grizzlies were looking to potentially shop Tyus Jones. I would go as far as to say they likely probably had, you know, some offers out there that they had discussed. Nothing ever came to fruition. But the fact that Zach Kleiman made it an emphasis and the Grizzlies franchise made it an emphasis to remain in contact with Tyus Jones throughout the process 
that puts an understanding in the player's mind that the organization is always doing what it can do to make the most of its situation. We saw the organization do this with Mark Gasol. Sending him to Toronto, he wound up winning a title. We saw the organization do this with Mike Conley. They sent him to Utah. Obviously, he was on the, the team with the best record in the NBA last year. When the Grizzlies reacquired Mark Gasol, it was clear that Gasol's intentions were to stay in Spain. The Grizzlies made that easy for him to do. So the extra effort that this franchise takes in taking care of its players on many different levels, from making sure that they communicate with a player who may be on the block in terms of being traded, to communicating with the player who may never be on the roster, but the Grizzlies want to make sure that there certainly is a positive relationship between them and that player, that extra emphasis stands out. And it not only makes the stability that's here for the Grizzlies a strength, but it also makes it a selling point. And that point alone itself, the fact that the Grizzlies' stability as a franchise and how well they take care of their players and how impressive it looks not only within the organization, but outside of the organization now, that could be a big key for the Grizzlies to eventually acquire the talent they need to take the next step as a franchise. Speaking of selling points, I'm sure when it comes to being able to find ways to improve your car. And if you need car parts, going to a location that can be resourceful and cost-effective for you are great selling points when it, go, keep, when it comes to keep going to the same source for car improvements. And that's what rockauto.com offers. Number one, with whatever part that you need, rockauto.com is likely to have it. It's easy to use to find the part because no matter the make, the, make and model or the part that you need, rockauto.com is likely to have it. This also is a family-owned business. They've been in business for over 20 years. They know that car parts typically can fall out of budget. And if that's the case, they try to make things as cost-effective as possible. When you visit rockauto.com, let them know the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Football is back. College football, NFL football, Thursday through Monday, every week now for several months into the future, we're going to have plenty of football to enjoy. And if you not only enjoy football, but also wagering and betting on sports, your number one place to go is BetOnline.ag. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline has you covered. BetOnline.ag. Visit BetOnline.ag today. So the main things that shine about the Grizzlies' stability over the past few years is how big of a contrast it is from past versions of the Grizzlies, and now how the Grizzlies are starting to really see it become a selling point for different talents at different levels of their careers, from Steven Adams, who's an established veteran, to Jarrett Culver, who is an intriguing young talent simply trying to find his way in the NBA, to Zaire Williams, who obviously the Grizzlies have a lot of hopes for coming into the fold in Memphis. So at different levels of players that are coming into Memphis, each and every one of them are impressed by the stability and just how well this franchise is run. Now, at the end of the day, the value of that stability only goes as far as it helping the success on the court. And it certainly has helped that the Grizzlies have exceeded expectations 
over the past two years. Obviously, going into this third year of this new generation of the Grizzlies, you certainly hope that continues. Even if it doesn't to the expectations some may have, the Grizzlies still should remain in a good place no matter what the outcome is this season going into next summer. But one other big key that uh, Zach Kleiman touched on during his media session on Monday was that there now is a bit of a sense of urgency. A year ago, or you know, at least at the last offseason, when we were at this point before the 2020-2021 season, Zach Kleiman kind of gave the indication this was a data accumulation year. We're not really looking to, you know, make moves like we have in the past. We're wanting to see more about what we have. And that still is a goal for this year for this Grizzlies team getting a better idea of what they have with the young talents already in Memphis. But Zach Kleiman also understands, and he alluded to the fact, that there's a sense of urgency now. The Grizzlies want to win championships. And Zach Kleiman mentioned he doesn't want to put a timetable of when exactly that might be, when exactly the ideal time is for the Grizzlies to really compete for those titles. But the Grizzlies are now in a mold where, as they go along, they've set themselves up to where this year, they're going to gain an understanding of which players really make sense long-term as contributing you know, members of this Grizzlies franchise as it evolves and which pieces of the roster may be expendable like a Jonas Valanciunas and a Grayson Allen were this year. The extension talks for Jared Jackson Jr. will take care of themselves in time. Potential extensions for a player like Kyle Anderson, it'll take it'll take care of its situation at times. The thing is, is that Zach Kleiman mentions with confidence the reason why there is a sense of urgency is because what is in place now has been working. The key now is to take what's been working and put it on a grander scale to get this Grizzlies franchise to be in a sustainable winner and hopeful title contender. And that it is, it is especially where the Grizzlies' stability not only shines as a strength, but also as a selling point. We talk about Ben Simmons in Philadelphia. We talk about Carl Anthony Towns and his reaction to the recent up, front office upheaval in Minnesota. Not those two specific examples by themselves, but we're always seeing every offseason there be one or two significant talents, star-level players, who become less than thrilled with how their current organization is handling things. That is the exact type of situation that the Grizzlies are now going to be monitoring, monitoring more than ever for them to be able to get to go after that significant third piece, that significant NBA talent, all of us expect for them to eventually go after to pair with Jaw and Jared to try to be in contention towards the middle of this decade. And if those type of players, those star-level players, are wanting to find a new opportunity because their current opportunity is less than ideal, at one point in time, Memphis may not have seemed to be a preferred destination. But now, with John Jared in the fold, and the stability that's here from the front office to the coaching staff to the roster, this is an attractive location for players to come. I'm not saying that we're going to get a James Harden type situation where he's a star level player and he makes it clear that he wants to come to Memphis. I'm not saying that that's going to be the case. But I will say that the idea of a star level All-NBA multiple All-Star type talent being fine with coming to Memphis and wanting to stay here long term, that is much more feasible now 
than it was even two years ago. And it's not just because Jaw and Jared are here, but it's because of the culture that has been created by the stability of the front office going down to the coaching staff and going down to the roster. So the stability that's here for the Grizzlies franchise, we all know that it's essential for a small market to have a stable franchise at all three levels of the organization for it to not only gain the ability to be a contender, but also remain there. A perfect example is Milwaukee. They maintained the same coach in Mike Budenholzer. They've built around uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and obviously the front office has been in place there, and there's been communication at all levels. That's the type of goal that you're expecting here to eventually work out in Memphis. When I was talking with Kane Pittman of Locked on Bucks, he mentioned from afar, that's something that stands out about Memphis. So it's not only what's being created here now and what's established here now with this new generation of Grizzlies, we now are getting indications that it really is making an impression on the rest of the NBA, players outside of the organization. And eventually, when the Grizzlies reach the point where it's the right time and it's the right target to go after, the fact that the stability of this franchise has now become a strength, it also has become a, become a selling point for when the Grizzlies find the right time and right target, that target will know he's coming into a great situation and will really be intrigued to not only make it work here, but make it work long term and make it even more possible for the Grizzlies to have their best chance ever at a championship. So the stability of the Grizzlies franchise is becoming a growing strength, but now it's turning into a selling point, and that really, really is a great development for this franchise to eventually get the upgrades and talents it'll need to evolve into a sustainable winner and hopefully into a title contender for multiple years as we get further into this decade. Can't thank you enough for joining us here at Locked on Grizzlies. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz on Twitter, myself at StatsSAC, the podcast wherever it's available. And tomorrow's episode is going to be a very special one, a bit of a surprise. We'll give you more details on the show tomorrow. But it's going to be a special episode of Locked on Grizzlies. Make sure you tune in. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.